1: Hey, 26er family, welcome to another episode of the December 26er podcast. I am your host, Delicia, and this episode features part two of my conversation with pianist, composer, and singer, Avery Sunshine. Now, when planning for the latter half of this interview, I had every intention of walking through Avery's career as an independent artist. But if you're an avid listener of our show, you know this is a safe space for an organic conversation, and that is exactly what happened here. We covered a range of topics, which I won't try to summarize in this intro. I'll just say that Avery brought her authentic self to this interview, and she did not disappoint. So, you know the drill. Without
0: further ado, please enjoy.
1: Avery, welcome back to the December 26th
0: podcast. How are you? I am absolutely fantastic. How are you? You can hear hear the smile on my face, I'm sure.
1: Yes, I have a smile too. You know, now we haven't talked about on the show yet, Demarcus and I, you know, we do these extraordinary occurrences episodes where it's just the two of us and we talk about like one of what's going on with us personally. Um, we have decidedly skipped this month's because of yeah. what is happening and we'll talk about it later. But the joy that the banter that we've had with you has brought over the last couple of weeks has just been amazing. So I'm really happy that you're back.
0: I'm so glad to be back. I, I didn't know. Yes. I, it really was amazing. Yes. Time, it really was amazing.
1: And we're going to talk a little bit about the feedback that we've gotten. But before that, a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah. So we had these really great video clips, right, from mm-hmm. the last segment with your but fly background that you have seen no, none of yet. With your, you know, your head wrap, the beat face, yeah. your fly sweatshirt, the fly background and all of that. Yeah. But somebody texted me like, 90 minutes ago and was like, um, are we doing video?
0: Because I'm not ready. So. I wish y'all could see my face right now. Delisha. You know, it, it, so I have a good problem. Yes,
1: you do. The is
0: I've been working so much I could not even stop to get together. I mean, I, I'm together enough. Like if you had to go to the grocery store real quick, nobody would be jacked up. But if you was on like a red carpet or on, it'd be a problem. They, it'd be like, It'd be bad. So, but
1: still. So, yeah. So people who are have been waiting for part two, who have watched those first video clips, because sometimes we drop the entire video on YouTube as well. So nice. for those of you who are like Avery Sunshine stands, who are going to go look for part two video and be like, I can't find it. Don't worry about it. D- don't even just, just listen to the audio. Watch the video clips from the first part. It'll be okay. Um, yeah, but the audio will be there. So I just wanted to make yes. sure people know because they're gonna be reaching out to me talking about what happened to the video from part two. It
0: wasn't hey, my fault, y'all. No, no, Delisha. They would turn to stone if they <laughs> saw me right now. Just straight stone, no bra, no makeup, no nothing. Listen, I'm in my natural state. It's beautiful. I love it. My husband loves it. It's absolutely fantastic. However, there's a reason you put on makeup when you've got lights and all that stuff and also. But so today, I just ain't prepared, huh? It's okay because we get the audio
1: and that's the most important thing. And I can see your beautiful face because your facial expressions make everything all better. So I need to see that as I'm talking to you because that's a whole other gag, like seeing your facial expressions. So at least I get the benefit.
0: No, and I feel the same way. You look so beautiful. Thank you. Just uh, just glowing.
1: Listen, I'm taking it day by day. I'm doing the best I can and trying not to look like, You know, everything that I've been through as of late. Let's just say that. Yes, I get it. So let's get into it because I know you have stuff to do today. You got good problems to solve, which we're going to talk about. Um, But so the last episode Mm -hmm. from the morning it dropped. People were texting me. Okay, (laughs) like, oh, my God, Avery is everything. She's everything we thought she was. Y'all two sound like two old girlfriends sipping lemonade on the porch, just chilling. You know, people had a lot of feedback. Right. Uh And particularly women um, who are making boss moves in the world and have had similar experiences as Mm -hmm. you. No matter the industry, a lot of what you said really resonated with them. Right. You were speaking your truth, but it's a lot of women's truth. So, and I will tell you, you are only the second guest. This is what I think episode 160, this will be. You are only the second second guest in 160 episodes where people have asked if they could dial in. Like we blog talk radio, right? Um, yes. You know who the first one was where people asked if they could dial in? Who? Christine Swanson, director
0: of the Clark Sisters movie. Get the heck out of here. So you're
1: in good company. Yeah, people are like, can we call in? Is there a, a live audience? Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you're only the second guest where people have begged me, you know, begged us, can you is there some
0: way we can call him. Brilliant. They just want to see if I'm really as crazy as I said. Is she crazy? So, um I I I'm look I'm asking questions like what's the I don't know the answer. I'm I'm saying stuff like I I don't know the answer. I know that there is this 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 tight rope that we're on. Um you know, trying to. Get, OK, so I said that. Well, how do I how do I stay on here without teetering? How, how am I how am I true to me? That's the I will say that the, the whole quarantine space has challenged me in that way. Uh, and I mean, in a way, and I think we talked about this before, in a way that being on the road, being busy, being all that stuff keeps you from addressing. You don't have to address any anything. Cause you're moving. Well, not, 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 not some of the re, the other stuff that you, you really need to take time to, to, to address being at home and sitting with your thoughts and just listening, man, I, girl, I tried to, 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 uh, do yoga. You already know the hardest part of that, right? It's being able to just quiet in your mind. Yes. I mean, I'm quiet. Right. And then I hear you too quiet. What's that? Is that a spider over there? I'm a stink. You have to go to the bathroom. Are you hungry? This is really long. Ah, my leg here is sitting like that. Yeah, this yoga instructor. Is he he Oh, shoot, how you do that? I'm talking to myself. I can't even quiet my mind. So if I can't quiet my mind, how do I even know what I really, I don't even know what I'm saying because I can't even hear myself. uh, Listen. Yeah. I mean please go because, I, you know. And, you know, it's
1: I think stillness is great. I mean, if you study anything about consciousness and inner peace and all this other stuff, they always talk about getting in the stillness. Yeah. But many of us have so many responsibilities, number one, yeah. and we're moving in so many different spaces, especially when you're a self-contained entity like you are. There's so much going on yeah. that we've never had. We've never been forced to make the time. So but there's a couple of different things going on with trying to find a space of mindfulness now, because not only is it you're just not used to being still and like quieting your mind, but there's also different stressors. Yeah. Right. So it's like new stressors that you didn't have before that you've got to process also.
0: Yes. That's what we were talking about. I think last week, this the stressors of, you know, being a business partner with your your husband and creating in uh, creating, I'm so sorry. You see, I got children, so every time I, I said I'm in a, 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 a doing a podcast,
1: listen, doing podcast interviews with parents is a whole other beast.
0: We've been through it. We know how it goes. But you, you got me off. But being part, being a partner with your companion, right? So listen, you go from we're in the bed together. We don't get to even leave the house to go anywhere else to to for your energy to even suck in anything else we go downstairs to the media room then from the media room to the studio and then from the studio to the kitchen from the kitchen to the and we we have to do those things and it's like okay wait a minute i i am not even so we fight now because we haven't even been away we're we are taking in so much of the same oxygen that we get the the thing that made us click was that we had all this, uh, these other experiences, right? In relationships, mm-hmm. you have all other, these two worlds come together and it's like that yin and yang and it works, right? But if it's a yin and a yin and a yang and a yang, because you're in the same bubble, not for a week, not for a month or six months, but for over a year. Yes. What you, we have to deal with You know, the things that we were talking about last week about, you know, and the the, the, one I don't know if I even went into it part of the issue last week. So we've got, so of course, now we're in the same bubble together. That's one new stressor. The second new stressor is we're trying to figure out how to keep our business going inside of this bubble. So we're doing. I'm designing websites, I am I'm doing uh flyers. I am doing I don't know, you name it, right? I'm adding all this stuff to the list of things that I got to do because I'm home. I can't necessarily outsource stuff is different and weird, as you know. So now my husband on top of playing guitar and doing everything, he's my lighting guy, he's my video guy. He's all these things and we're doing all these things and some of the stuff is not getting done to the standard that I need it done. So I'm testy. So that's another stressor. How are you going to video me, play guitar, do this, that, and the other? How are you going to do that? And that's all I see, right? Until he comes back with, well, who else is going to do it? We're in this new space. It was not even, Delisha, I hadn't even considered you're doing 15 jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. Not because you want to, because we got to, to keep it going. And we had to deal with that. We -hmm. had to deal with that. And um, on top of me being the one that has to make a lot of the calls because I am. So there were times that, that, you know, I felt like my, you know, uh, he was encroaching on my space as artist. And, but he was doing that because he was like, we got to. I want to keep this going. I got to make sure it's happening. While you are doing makeup and you are doing interviews and you are in the studio singing the songs and you're doing this and the other, I got to make some decisions so we can keep it moving. And I see you trying to take over my position. See, this thing is, you're talking about layers and intricately is just a lot of stuff. Now, I'm not in no way am I backing off of feeling like. Listen, let me be clear. I'm still the boss of this piece. Mm-hmm. I had a good friend, another good friend. I think last week I told you one of my girlfriends talked to me. We had a mm-hmm. conversation because I was dealing with it. But a few days later, one of uh, me, and my husband's male friends, said to me because I was I was dealing with something, dealing with that whole balance of the marriage and the work. And he was like, um, "Listen, while you're able to to shift to business." Sometimes your husband is not. So it's not even so much that it's his boss talking to him. It's his wife talking to him. Mm. Stage. On camera. It's his wife. So here we are with another stressor. I'm like, so I, Delisha, I don't know how to turn off business when I'm in business. You know, even, even that, let's, when my daughter came in right now, I had to tell myself, I had to remind myself, I had to talk to myself. Okay. That's my daughter. Her needs still go on. Even when I'm working, so I have to be gentle with how I say, well, I told you you know, but that's so I have to I have to work, please know, I had to work through that that moment without saying, "Come on, I had to I don't know if you saw it or heard it. it was still I tried to lighten it, but my energy I was tight, my business energy is on. I told you,, mm-hmm. but she doesn't see a business person right now she sees her mother, and for our, for our boss women, there is no answer to that. This is hard. And the very thing that makes you great at being a boss can sometimes be the demise of your relationships. And if you care anything about those, because listen, I love my companies. I love my music. I love all that. But that is absolutely nothing. If my, my, my relationship with my husband... And the relationship with my children—if those are compromised, other stuff doesn't mean anything. So I am, I am in a space of trying to figure out, and 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 also in talking to them. Listen, I want you to be aware that when I am in business mode, that sometimes things will come out in a way that are not in some maybe in some unsavory ways. It's not palatable for you. But just know, charge it to the business. If you can know, know who you know, who I am. You know, one thing uh, I did, me and Dana did a, um, a live some months ago and I was cutting his hair on live. Uh, I think I was drinking wine and cutting his hair and um, Jazzy Jeff and his wife came on the live and I asked he and his wife, Lynette, it's like, what would you guys say to Dana and I? Because we were coming up on our five years of marriage. What would you say? And they both said they were like, know who you marry. Mm and in those conversations with my husband, with this boss, wife, space, I have to remind him, know who you married, know who you married while i I don't mind I'm gonna make your dinner i'm a, i'm a, I will bring you your dude, I will get down and tie your shoes if they're untied because you take care of you, take care of my you take you do. but when I'm in business mode, sir. You're going to have to give a little bit. You're going to have to shift with me. And I also understand that I'm going to have to do some shifting as well. And that is the space that I think a lot of, um, that, let me tell you, that didn't dawn on me until after our conversation, Delicia. Really? That didn't, no, because my, my homie talked to, I was telling him, you know, see, he ain't going, listen, I'm the boss. I just, if he, listen, if, if, if he not, on the camera, they they, they can't wait. We won't see every sunshine because that's what it is. If I can get somebody to play guitar, and I can do. it. And he was like, "Well, oh, you know, I said it, and, and my husband said it too." He was like, "I know that. I don't have to." And then I had to say, "Wait a minute." Um, I had to look at that. He was like, "That's cool." He said, "But at the expense of what? What? What are you willing to say?" Um, you know. You are the boss, what it beating that in, repeating that over and over again, and making it clear that you make the decisions at the expense of what? yeah you know, all you had to do was say it wait until there's so much here there's so much there's so much here because we're also dealing with that 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 fragile male uh uh space ego, ego um that just is what it is. We're we not going to change that. We didn't create. We didn't create it. We ain't going to change it. There is a space that we will have to make for them, especially as boss women. Mm-hmm. Can you know? Sh- unless you want to be single,
1: I, and um, I
0: and that is a lot
1: of what was interesting about the last episode and a lot of the content you know and feedback I was getting from women. Many of those women are single. Yes. Either never been married or divorced. And so we were having these these dialogues about, and I've never been married, about the conversation. And here's how women were wrapping it up. See, this is why I can't be in a relationship. Yeah. Right. See, see. Um, so feeling like there's no way to navigate that. And so I'm glad you pulled the curtain back, but yeah. also said, This is hard, but my family is everything. If everything else falls away. So there is work, right? The the male ego has its stuff with it, but there is work that we have to do as women as well to be able to make the switch and toe the line at times. And as someone who has a very strong personality, look at what I do for a living, all the things I do in my private life, it is hard. When you're in that mode, the tone that jumps out and you know when you're a woman that can make things happen, you, you can inadvertently make people feel like they're dispensable. So oh my- to navigate that in a relationship is a whole other animal. But I'm watching you go through reflection and self-awareness and also being willing to receive from other people, men in particular, about some adjustments that you need to make as well.
0: And that because of your show, because of this moment, you were, we were having a real-time uh, masterclass. This this was going on. We had a blowout the night before our, our meeting Saturday. That's why stuff was so fresh. Mm in a space where I was just like the ladies that responded, I was like, and I didn't share this with y'all, but I did feel like maybe I am not supposed to be married. Now listen, I'm talking, I'm talking about somebody married to this person who is, and I, I, you know, I, I don't, I had to deal with this this week. I do not pump my husband up for other people. Let me, I, I, I don't I don't say things to make other people think that he's better than what he is. If that makes any sense. I actually feel this way about this guy. He's a special and I'm I'm able to see that because I've had some horrible relationships. And when I say, OK, I know you get it. So I have something to compare it to. Um, I am I am if I end up saying, I don't know if I should be with this guy. I had some real work that some stuff that, you you know, that I I, it was a real pull going on with my, with my, my, my boss -ness ness ness and being a wife. I'm like, maybe I'm not supposed to do that. This is a part of me. This is who I am. This is how I make shit happen. You know, I, 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 and if I if that if I can't be that way and be married, I can't do this. And it took a a a, a guy to say, "That's cool, but do you want to be single? And if you want to be single, then you you give yourself every as simple as this. No fancy words or anything. Give yourself everything that you need without any concern for anybody else." Mm. Cause the first thing you gotta do when you're in a relationship is say, okay, all right, I know. Okay, so look, uh, mm, okay, you like it like that. All right, I really like it. The, it's too cold in here for me. Okay, well, I like it on four. I like it at forty. Okay, I like it at ninety. <sighs> is fighting over having my way about hundred degrees in here and forty? Is it worth not having you in the bed with me at all? hmm And it's not. So guess what I did. I literally went and bought a, a weighted blanket. You can't see it. A weighted blanket, because what's more important to me is what this human being brings to my life, and um, and working through that, we can do it, boss women. We can do it. We have to be willing to stop and also have the conversation. That doesn't mean that you you diminish who you are but you do you 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 will have to make some changes. You we will. It just it just is what it is. If you want to be in a relationship with in it and I'm going beyond relationship man woman 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 romantic your children you've got to make space for your children. It it just and that same muscle just goes across the board. You use that same muscle for all of your relationships your friendships. How about that, Delicia? I mm-hmm. can't be a good friend. I found myself in spaces where I, I'm getting invitations for things and I'm never available mm-hmm. because I'm always working. I'm never, um, you know, um, I, I, you know, oh no, I can't come to the baby shower. Oh, I can't come to the wedding. Oh, I can't. And, and a lot of times it was rightfully so I'm on the road. I can't, I'm in Rome. I can't get there. But there were times that I could, that, that, that I didn't. And I chose being busy. It chose, chose, and maybe it was a way for me to stay insulated, so that I wouldn't feel the feel the responsibility or pull to be involved, because people would already know she's busy.
1: And you know, it's funny you should bring this up because I've I've talked about this, I think so on the show. Uh-huh. And my entire life, I've been the kind of person where people want to be friends. They want to, you know, We I click yeah. with people. It works. You, you know, you draw people in. Um, but I've had particularly a lot of men in my life mm-hmm. who've been like, you know, you're great. Like we have great conversation when you're here. You're here. My friends love you. My family loves you. But there's a piece of you I've always felt like I don't have access to. And I think For a lot of women who move in the world like this, there is a protective measure somewhere where we isolate a piece of ourselves. And it's easy to do that when people if you're the kind of person when people reach out to you and they say, I know you're busy. If they start with that, you set up this precedent that you want people to have an expectation that you're not available to them. You're right. And you have to ask yourself, where is that coming from? Yeah, there are a lot of demands. You are, you know, an artist, who's on, and we know how independent artists make their money. Like you are on the road, but there's something deeper there, right? That I think you've tapped into, like what is causing me to never make myself available to people in a very real way, even when I can be. Exactly.
0: And that's the thing that we miss. It's not just false women. It's not just not being available for a relationship, a romantic relationship, that same piece, you're keeping yourself from being available in any relationships. Mm-hmm. That one thing, that thing that keeps us, you know, uh you know, some of it to me was, I, I, I was choir director at one time for three different groups, right? Mm-hmm. So any given time, Delisha, I've got, well, no, at that time, there may be four or 500 people with my phone number. Mm. And then Avery Sunshine happens. So in addition to, folks that are already acquaintances, folks you've gone to school with, family members, all that. I've got an additional four or 500 people with my phone number, any kind of requests, calls, you whatever. I have to be honest. It wasn't like my phone was blowing up, but there was a lot of, you know, reaching out, not, but it wasn't just, you know, nonstop, but there was something that made me feel like I needed to, to take some of me back. Mm-hmm. And I how to like, I'm like, I'm always, I'm holding my breath for the time. That's because I do get weird. I have gotten weird calls. Listen, you know, listen, can I, I need $1,500. And uh, it's like, this is a joke. Those calls, you know what I mean? And you get enough of those and you're like, you don't. So, so I don't answer the phone, but then guess what? I'm not answering the phone also for the calls. I have to say this. I got a call from Dawn Lewis and I can say Mm. Dawn freaking Lewis. Who ends Dawn Lewis? I was about to say, don't forget the second end now. Listen, last week, and I, I was on the phone with somebody else and I didn't answer. You know why I didn't answer? Because I figured she's never called me before. We exchanged numbers. She must want something. Guess what she wanted, Delicia? She wanted to tell me that the song that I sang for somebody else blessed her. Mm.
1: And every woman I know who moves through their life like this has this anxiety about answering the phone, myself included. Or when people text you with the, are you busy? I, it's like, well, what do you want first before I tell you? What do you I'm want? Busy. Because
0: you feel like that, because some people take too much of it. Because I got a call, I got a text this morning. Hey, can you do can you do something for me? Sure. What I need you to do, I'm agree to do it. But I need you to send that information to Stephanie because Stephanie has to make sure my schedule and everything is in place. Okay. But can I ask you one more? But see, Delisha, you know the kind of morning I was having. I didn't have the. I got all these papers and two computers here, and my phone and stuff is going on. The babies and I I don't have time to stop and answer the tiny little questions. And if I give you a little bit, you're gonna keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling. When when all I need to do is say right at that moment, yes, I can't talk about it right now. Put everything in such and such and such, and we'll get to it. That would have been the end of it. But mm-hmm. I didn't, the, the natural part of me, Delisha, wants to engage, and I'm afraid of that too. I want to make these deep connections with people. So if this is something I've learned about myself. I meet people, and immediately I feel, especially if that thing is happening, like with me and you, immediately we talked, and it was like, this is like my little sister already. What? What is that? I've been afraid of those moments. I've been afraid to allow myself to be in that space. So know that I'm practicing with you. Mm-hmm. When you text me or I text you and it's, a, it's, and it's it doesn't take me 53 weeks to get back because I'm trying to figure out how to respond so I don't give you too much energy so that you don't feel like you got to text me every day. I've created this kind of prison for myself. Rather than just being free, if I if I can answer, I can. If I can't, I can't. It's OK. It's OK. And this is where we might be the same person because people don't
1: know, you know, how we met. Right. Yes. And I won't take too much time. But, you know, so we have this shared connection in Tacoa hash. Shout out to Tacoa former guest of the show,
0: oh, longtime
1: you. friend, you know, who said to me, oh, you know, guess who's coming on the radio radio show? She she knows I love you, you know, whatever. So she said, hey, I'm going to connect you guys. I'm like, that would be great. Now, I'm still thinking it would be great for Avery Sunshine to come on the December 26th podcast. I told you you're in our top five wish list of people we wanted on the show. I was waiting. I was trying to wait till we were like on own before that happened. Oh, no. but, you, know.
0: honored. <laughs> honored. you
1: understand? So, so listen, but let me back up. Right. We haven't even talked about your music, which is crazy. But,
0: <laughs>
1: so the, I remember the first time I saw you, there's only one time that I've seen Avery Sunshine by myself. Because as I told you offline, I always bring people, right? But that first time <laughs> it was the Apollo Music Cafe. And so this was like 2010, you know, whatever. I rolled up to Harlem by myself. And I remember you hit the stage. It was just you and Dana. And in that moment, I was like, we are meant to know each other. Like, I don't know when, I don't know how, but we're going to be friends, right? But then I thought that was just me standing out, like, you know, just being a fan and whatever. So fast forward, all these years later, mm-hmm. Takoa says, I'm going to make this happen. Like, we're going to get her on the show. And I was really excited. And then my life turned upside down, right? Mm-hmm. So I get this email, you know, Takoa makes this introduction and everything and, after a while, I'm like, I got to say something, explain that, you know, we're going through loss. And I send this email and then my phone rings. This is George, And I'm like, who, who is this, right? i pick the phone up and it's you. And I'm stunned, of course, but, you know, you were just like, I just had to know you were okay. I just had to hear your voice, I had to see how you guys were doing. Now you might remember on that call that we kind of went in this long conversation. Dude. I was watching the clock because I was like, I don't want Avery Sunshine to feel like I called this this chick and she's taking up too much of my time. And you remember on the call, I said, sorry. Yes. And you said, I called you. (laughs) You don't apologize. You don't apologize. So because I know what it is, obviously not at the level that you are, but I know what it is that, you know, Giving a lot of energy to people and people always wanting something and can you do this and you know I get it from the legal perspective I got this one legal question and can you help me and what have you, um so I was I'm hyper hyper hypersensitive to that and Mm -hmm. sensitive to am I taking am I texting people too much or like same thing they sent me I okay I want to make sure I respond but I don't want to respond where I'm saying more than it and it's exhausting it is exhausting to try to present yourself to be this person that's always just in the sweet spot with whatever you're supposed to be. And it, it precludes and it prohibits genuine connection when you do that.
0: And did some church, can we take up an offering? The sermon has been had. Delisha, you know, but you're right. It, it, it prevents. And which is this, this is exactly what we're talking about. Preventing this real connection, Mm -hmm. holding up that whole boss thing. The 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 idea of having to hold, hold yourself up in this space where you're touchable, but untouchable. Mm-hmm. And all I can think about in that moment is, is when my homie says to, to me, you know, you, so I'm untouchable as Avery Sunshine to my husband, mm. right? but I'm touchable because I'm his wife. And in that moment, he, he something didn't go right. I had I just have to tell y'all what happened. He's Dana was Dana was playing guitar. And I said to my dear husband, baby, we got this show. It's live. You sure we need to have just me and you? And it's it's 60 minutes. I, pro- I need a I need a band. He was like, no, nah, we're good. So now his mistake was saying, Well, no, no, my mistake was asking. Because mm-hmm. I know better. But I, so much was going on. We, we just have a lot going on. It's just much easier. Got settled in because we got so many stressors. That I, one more stress I didn't want to have to decide, what is it going to be the band? is. I don't, if he's decided that, fine. Gave that to him. But I should not have given that to him. He should always know. I have to ask her first. She's the music director as the artist. But I turned it over to him and got mad at him when he took it over, Delisha. I hope, does somebody, does anybody hear me?
1: This. This is an important lesson because I think I know a lot of women who do this. I do this. where we pose something as a question and we're acting like we're giving deference, But really, we're expecting a certain answer. And if we don't get the answer we were expecting, then it's a problem. Now, whose issue is that? Is it their issue or is it our issue?
0: It's mine's, ours. I was supposed to say, no, it's a 60 minute set like I always do. No, I need my band. Because we don't have a sound man here. We don't have a videographer here. You're doing everything. There's no way you can. Dan, honey, can you, you you're going to be able, this is me. You're going to be able to play the guitar and do that. Same? Yeah, I got it. We had rehearsal with the guys here early in the day. They're walking to their cars. And I say, Dana, you sure that the guys don't need to, you know? Yeah, 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 I'm sure. What am I doing? What was I doing, Delicia? Overcorrecting Because some of that is feeling guilty about being who I am. You know, so I'm, honey, are you sure? That ain't who I am. <laughs> That's not who I am. Now, who I am is to make his dinner. Who I am is to move us. But it, who I am is not to say, are you sure? Do you think that the band should do that? Who are you, man? Who are you, Denise? That, that was not you. At any rate. So, so then we get to, we're doing the performance. The people come on and the, the way they did the sound check was weird. They gave us the wrong link. So then we're supposed to go on at seven. They send the correct link at 6.59, okay? As soon as Dana logs on, they say, Avery Sunshine. So oh, we're no. The- do you hear me? I may have had a, a, something hanging out my nose or anything. Because, you know, you're still trying to, you're, you're, you're setting, I'm setting, them, the microphone and everything. And, and so I just said, I said, oh, I actually said, oh, we're on. I guess I better sing. So I just start playing. And I can do that. That's my, I know, I know how to entertain. I'm going to do that, right? But I never considered, with the sound in the video, what he was dealing with, and playing the guitar. But but all I could think about is, guess what? I told you I didn't tell you. I kept asking. I I, I said, are you sure it's not going to be too? much? Are you sure? Are you sure? I should have said it is going to be too much. What if something happens? You can't. So he kept stopping. He kept he was playing guitar. Oh, Delisha, and he kept stopping like in the middle of the song. And he ding, 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 ding. So if I'm just playing piano and I don't have my drums, and my bass, the guitar provides the percussive percussiveness that I need so I can keep my groove. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Guitar, that guitar fall out. I'm just like, so one time it happened and I, I, I kept going. Second time I kind of looked and I kept going. I'm smiling. Girl, it happened again. Three, four, five, six times. Then something fell. end but it ended. I said, y'all have, is anybody married? Because have you ever asked your uh, your spouse to do something? and they, I did. I lost. Not, but not lost it like that. Not like that, but lo- it was still jovial, but I it was a lot of energy. Well, we get off the call. I mean, get off the, the thing. 60 minutes. It's great. It's going. And I turned to him. And I was like, whoa, man, what happened? He was like, They started real fast. I was like, yeah, you're right. They did. And he was like, and I was just trying to get it together. And I was like, not sure what he said to me in that moment. But I was, I said, uh, no, I'm not sure what I said to him. But his response was, I don't appreciate it when you talk to me like that. Mm. And I was like, this is where it went bad. I said, talk to you like what? I was performing. The world was falling down around me. You're tearing shit up. You're not going to believe what I'm going to say to you next, Delicia. Somebody text Dana, and me and Dana are going back and forth. Now, we never, we're not, we don't have arguments. We discuss stuff. That's just, and not because we made it, it, it that's just how we are. We don't do that. And let me tell you, we don't like that. But we're talking about stressors again, right? Mm hmm. these stressors. We're trying to make stuff work. Extraordinary stuff happen in, in, we're trying to make ordinary stuff happen or extraordinary stuff happen in an extraordinary time. And and it's just a lot. And, um, somebody calls Dana's phone. My phone is buzzing. They call him and he says, oh, okay. And he stopped. Tell me
1: you were not still on the live.
0: I looked at my phone and it says, I have to show you the text. This is, this happened the night before our interview, ma'am, and the text says, "The text says, I, <laughs> the text actually says, um, um, yeah, chills wrote, wrote up, chills. Listen, um, you're still on, you're still live, um, um, yeah, this is good. I yikes, I almost called nine one one for domestic there for a second. Love you." <laughs> Y'all had your own Malcolm and Marie uh, moment online. Did we not? Did we not? I was, and of course my home, he was teasing, but still, hopefully nobody else was, because they had moved to the next section of the program, hopefully. So then on top of me saying he had too much to do and shit was falling around, it didn't help that he didn't turn it off because that was a part, that was his job. To turn it off, I didn't make it any easier. And so when I talked to, like I said, my homie, my first homie, she was like, "Yeah, you kind of." She brought to my attention, "Yo, you gave him before you go bonkers on him. Kind of consider the 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 power that you gave away." So so I was in that when I talked to you, Sad. That's where I was. I was like, listen. And, but I am. I am the MD. You, we, and you don't have to be the you don't have to tell people you're the boss to be the boss. You don't. Just let, me, just let me tell you,
1: there are two lessons I'm getting out of all of this. First and foremost, you and Dana have known each other forever. forever. Over, right? t- you, over 20 years, you didn't start dating and then become musical collaborators or just meet and start collaborating and turn into a romantic thing. It was none of that. Yeah. So the first lesson is you can know somebody, but being in an intimate relationship with them is something completely different.
0: Delicia, all this time we've known each other and been together, it never dawned on me that he did not see me as an artist, even though that's what our. I... So the next person that talked to us to help us through this space was our homie. And he said, that man saw his wife talking to him. When he's trying to figure things out, you hear stuff falling around, around you. And this is one thing he said that was so good. Please know that you have the kind of husband that if stuff is falling down on you, please know it's falling down on both of you. Mm. The other thing is anything that he's doing, he's trying to make things comfortable for you. He said, I know him. In that space, because I'm the same way with my wife. No, stuff isn't perfect, but please know in trying to do everything, he's trying to keep y'all safe, folks out here with COVID in these streets. So no, he don't want a whole bunch of people in his house doing stuff that he can. He's smart enough to figure out how to do. This particular time, y'all started behind the eight ball because the people started too fast. He couldn't get it together. At that point, it was in, it was happening. It was what it was. You're trying to do extraordinary things in this crazy time. And you didn't, you didn't account for that. You didn't give space for that. He said, now the other space is this too. He's also got to understand that you are an artist and there are only so many distractions that you can have before it really interrupts what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So you both have to come together in that space. Um, so again, this, this didn't happen until after our conversation deletion. Mm. After that's when I talked to, you know, our our brother. And I was like, wow, I hadn't considered that. I hadn't considered that I would him my power away. And I hadn't considered how he looks at me. And I can say, I can say all day long, it don't matter how he how he perceives me or how he sees me, but it does matter mm-hmm. when you are a boss and a wife and a mother. It doesn't matter how my daughter sees me. So when I get off with you, I got to call her and apologize. Mm-hmm. She wasn't calling me to, to say, Hey, turn on, uh, turn on Malcolm and Eddie. She wasn't doing that. She was calling me. She, she, uh, she was asking me, Hey mom, you asked me to do something. Where's the credit card to do it? Mm-hmm. I didn't plan. So I, I I have to deal with that. I've got to deal with that, and also say, you know who your mama is. I'll I'll start there. You know who I am. Mommy apologizes. Not sorry. I apologize for that, and I'll I'll work on managing that in a different way the next time. And I so I am. You have no idea what the December twenty sixth or podcast means for me and for my own self um, advocacy. Mm-hmm. My self-awareness and what kind of chronicling what has um, transpired this last week. And you are experiencing, please know this, an even more solid relationship with my husband and my children and my friends because of this week's events, because of these conversations, because of me taking the time to stop, to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Which brought me back to that, right? Taking the time. What else? I got to take the time to deal, to deal with me. And this is why,
1: like, you know, one of the things we say on this show all the time is that everything that happens is pushing you into (sighs) purpose, is pushing you every crazy thing. This don't make no sense. Why are we stuck at home? But every occurrence is pushing you to exactly where you're supposed to be. And it doesn't always feel good in the moment. But eventually you have that hindsight 2020 moment where it's like, oh, okay, right?
0: Exactly.
1: If, if someone would have asked me a week ago or a week and a half ago, you've been following Avery for 11 years. Why are you guys just meeting now? And why are you meeting while you're grieving? You know, she's got this, to me, I was like, this of all times, this is the craziest time, finally, like, over a decade, But it's gone back to this point that I'm always spewing about things happen exactly when they're supposed to. And this is why I love this show, because I come with an agenda. It's always about promoting the guest and their story and what have you. But it's also a moment for reflection and catharsis. And we always end up going into a direction that we didn't expect.
0: Felicia, that my mother and I, me and Dana, we've been talking about why it's so important to do things afraid. You do it whether there is one person listening or what you, if God has put that thing in you to do, you have to do it. You have no idea how important December 26th is for somebody like me, who is grateful to do interviews. I'm honored to talk about my stuff, want to talk about Lou Mack, want to talk about the want to, but sometimes I'm exhausted and I just want to talk about what I'm really feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be shallow. I don't want to scratch the surface. I don't want, I want to say, ugh, I feel crazy right now. And you give me a, 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 You. You're, I just have to toot your horn for you. And I've got a little horn. It's downstairs as the baby's horn. If, see, next time, if I'm on again, I'm going to bring that horn so you can be tooting for you. <laughs> you, you, you moderate in such a way. And it is a gift. So thank you. I just I, You moderate in such a way that I feel, you pull out the jewels, you pull out the honesty. It's not hard for me to create my own agenda because you set it up in such a way, your brilliance just goes before you. And I just want to make sure I say that to you. So you hear it and you feel it. And it is recorded that your power, your brilliance, your beauty, honey, it, it is an inspiration, it is encouraging, and it is needed. So if you ever feel like, I don't know if I should do this, if it's one person listening, if it's for you, if ain't nobody listening, Delicia, and you needed to do it for you, or when it is 160 gazillion people, just be as amazing as you are and know that you are needed. You are needed. This is needed, especially for artists because we don't get to do this. We don't get to talk about this. It's always for, you know, oh, make it look like even when I was saying, even the same thing, Dana, his issue. And I, I, I'm learning not to um, highlight what he did wrong. You see, I got to work. on working on working on me. But I do want to say this, his space where I don't like how you talk to me when people, you know, in front of folks like that, that was, it's like, no. How did I make you feel for you? Forget everybody else. Mm. I, I don't want to have to consider all of that. How How do, How did I make you feel? You feel first. How am I feel? I was going somewhere else with that. I just got excited. I forgot too much coffee. I was going somewhere else. How was I going with it? Maybe to come back. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> the case is, know this. I needed this. And, and you, it is cathartic. And I appreciate
1: you saying that for a number of reasons I share with you offline, you know, as well. I was like, you know, we've been going through a lot. We're still, you know, we haven't missed an episode of this show, an episode dropped since the first year and we're in the third over three years now. Right. So we're committed through quarantine. We figured it out, but both of us are just spent to Marcus and I, because people don't realize how much work he does behind the scenes. And I just get to kind of bounce on and record. Um, But one of the things that we said very early in the show, it was like it might have been like the first because, you know, the first 15 episodes were just me like telling my story 20 minutes. And then it was like the first episode we our first guest, shout out to Jeff Lindor. He was talking about something in his story. And we were like, no, like this is different like this. We get to come as black people and say, see our humanity, black and brown folks. And we have some allies that come on, but see our humanity outside of all of the glossy and the. Or the package testimony, because we got the package one too, right? But, right, the, the, love the experience it. and the glow up and we've got it neatly, you know, we can tell it. With a bow on it. Yes, right? But there are all these things and all of these insecurities and flaws and lessons that we don't really get to share. Yes. Because we've been socialized that you don't talk about what's going on in this house, outside of this house. And that, and and that permeates.
0: Oh, and I'm sorry to cut you off in that same place that we, the space that we didn't create for those people to call us and send us mm-hmm. text. You know, we don't, what did you do? What did you do? Same thing you did, right? You're like, Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm taking up too much of your time. Why do we do that? Because we haven't created that same space for I'm treating you like I, I'm treating myself, like I treat everybody else. Right. And that that's
1: the other lesson now I'm jumping ahead, but that's the other lesson I got of what you were, you were talking about um, in that, relationships in any kind of relationship we have to extend grace and the reason that many of us can't extend grace is because we don't even extend it to ourselves so if you're not if you don't have grace for you right oh, how can man. you have grace for other people
0: oh, come on delicia i am taking up offering right now delicia's cash app is <laughs> no but but you what you're saying is so that that and i, I i'm glad you you made you said demarcus demarcus I, we thank you you both of you for your work. And I want to make sure I acknowledge them too. Mm-hmm. But you are you. So many times we are. I, that's just it. That, you just. I mean, that's it. I don't extend grace to myself. I don't. We're doing this diet now. I'm gonna be talking about that till I lose them. I've lost fourteen pounds. Oh,
1: you're like, doing it then.
0: Since the first time we, I think I started the when we right in that same week when we mm-hmm. met on the phone. And last night this week has just been, it's just been crazy. Not bad, just a lot. And, you know, dealing with me and Dana kind of getting back, right? Last night I said, you know what? I want some ice cream. So I had some. Mm-hmm. I didn't a whole pint. I ate enough to wet my whistle and I extended myself grace and I woke up this morning feeling great about the little bit of ice cream I had and the fact that I have a little bit more if I want to have one little bite today. Learn, re. That I think if if I don't get anything else out of this, I'm learning to extend grace to myself. Mm -hmm. That's what these two weeks are for me. These two episodes for me are learning. I am learning to extend grace to myself.
1: And that, and that as a show grows, our vision is where the place. That people come, artists, athletes, people, names that we know when they're ready to tell the truth. Yes. That's all I want to be. Like people can come and they can come and they know it's without judgment. You can speak your truth. There's no agenda. I'm not trying to, you're not trying to bait and switch you, you know, embarrass you. None of that. Leave your PR person over there. When you're ready to tell the truth, this is where you can come. And, And hopefully you feel empowered by the end of it. Not beaten down, but empowered by the end of it. That, that is our vision for what we're building.
0: Oh, honey, you, it's, it's, I'm a witness. I'll be the poster child. Okay, good. And I'll put makeup on for that.
1: <laughs> Speaking of makeup, we got, <laughs> listen, I know we have not promoted anything about your brand that I wanted to promote for good reason. For good. But it's important to mention Lumac uh, Beauty. I have to mention Lumac Beauty. Yes, so and- talk about it.
0: Lumac Beauty is my new baby. And, uh, you know, I, it is, I call it, I just decided to coin it as the uh, the place where you can get the right brights for women of color. Mm. And you don't have to say, oh, that's too pink or that's too, There, I found these amazing colors, my staple colors, red, orange, and pink. And I, I have four other ones um, that look good on us. They absolutely good, look good on us, and I have gel liners that go with these matte lipsticks. You can kind of make the shade uh, that what you want it to be. If you want it to be that super bright red, don't put the don't put the liner on. If you want to get the liner and make it a little bit darker around the lips, and you can, I wanted to create something where we felt like I, I can wear this bright red and not and and feel amazing about my lips. I don't not feel like there's they're too big. They're great if they are big. As inner tubes, they're fantastic. If they tiny little lips, they're wonderful. Um, and again, more than anything, to, to honor, honor the, the, the beauty of our lineage, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we see in our faces and in our beings. And that's all Lumac Beauty is. Just when you're putting that lipstick on you uh, that you're reminded of your grandmother's lips or your great grandmothers or your or your father's lips or something and and the beauty and the and the mirac- and, and the miracle of our existence as a people. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's in stock right now. That's which is is a, time to Ain't it? Ain't it in stock? It's, it's in stock. Right now.
0: what's in stock? Now and they're
1: flying off the shelf i was about to say let's hope by the time this episode comes out that it's not sold out again well i want it to be sold out but I for those who home. hear this let's yes. touch and agree that there's still something left uh by yes. the time they they log yes. on to purchase
0: and if not we go and that's listen that's another thing talking about starting a business and <sighs> delicia it is you pay for your learning one yes. way or another and i've paid for my learning and uh yeah. So when you're ready to talk about that, please have me
1: back. Oh, you know, as someone who spent years counseling entrepreneurs, oh. who's been an entrepreneur, uh, you know, I know all of it. The legal ins and outs, the there's a whole what? other thing. That's a whole other, other episode.
0: Yeah, I was getting ready to say, so you can't. OK, so you, you're going to come on my show and you would you do a counseling session for me and my yes. on the Hey Sunshine show? Absolutely. You Absolutely.
1: Well, first of all, you said you had you said you wanted me to come on talk about
0: vulnerability.
1: We're going to talk about vulnerability. We was, Talk
0: about, ooh, so we talk about and then, that. And then, and then well, I don't want to just see See, I was about to do. I don't want to just ask you too much. Yeah. You're going to come on and do that. <laughs> and you're going to come on and do the other thing. If you Listen, we've let, done two
1: parts on this show. Whatever you need me for on yours, I'm but there. But you know
0: what, Delisha? In extending grace to ourselves, we learn to ask for what we want, and we uh, and we we respect the other person enough to be able to tell us what they can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's another thing that I'm learning. I'm not gonna not ask you because I was because I feel like you might say no. That's crazy. Exactly. That's insanity. Ask what you uh, have enough. uh, Know that people can tell you what they will and will not do. Mm -hmm. Also say there's a book that I just that one of our uh, partners just told us to get. That is so good. This is kind of the same on the same in the same time, but but not, you know, I changed subjects and I had coffee. So you already know what it is. This book is called um, I haven't read it yet, but it comes highly recommended. It is called and I'm going to tell you why. Essentialism: the the disciplined pursuit of less. And Mm. one guy's name is Greg uh, McKeon. One of the things in this book says, if it's not a hard yes, it's a no Mm. for bosses. That's a word. Did you do you hear me? I tried to buy up. Oh, give me that book. If it's not a hard yes, Delicia, it's a no. Mm. That's it. Hey, uh, Denise, I know you. I know you, Avery Sunshine, and stuff. But I need you to sing for my uh, my cousin's wedding. How much is that gonna be? <laughs> you know that's not a hard yes, Felicia. You know that's not a hard yes, right? So guess what it is? No, I know. Because if you ask me that way, I already understand, right? I already understand that you won't even know how this whole process works if you ask me like that. Hmm. Oh, so guess what? No, and I don't feel any kind of way about it. I'm good. <laughs>
1: And okay. listen, it has taken me a long time to get to the no without yes. explanation and using "no" as a complete sentence. Yes. But when you get to a no the ability to say no" for yourself, you also yes. can accept it from somebody else.
0: But this is your the grace extent mm-hmm. you you preach today. The cash app is delicia and Avery. <laughs> so I'm gonna get my ten percent. For- yeah. Oh, you're gonna get
1: your tithe off the
0: uh, my tithe, my commission. My tithe commission, my tithe commission. Do you know that's good? <laughs> tithe. Girl, don't let some church hear that. We doing tithe commissions right now. And uh since we've been in this pandemic, it only makes sense that we get a commission on top of your tithe. Because the tithe is for the lights. But I need it. <laughs> Imagine somebody getting a hold of that. Listen, they're doing whatever they
1: can to, uh, that's a, let me stop. Okay. No, no, no. They're
0: trying. Have you, did you, uh, have you checked out, uh, the black church on? Oh, it has been on,
1: I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And then yeah. now that it's out, I have not had a chance to actually watch it. So that's on my agenda for the remainder of today.
0: Please, yes. At some point we got to do another one. And we just have to talk about that because you know, that, that was my from 13, I retired from working in church when I was 40. Mm. So just
1: and, so yeah. just six years ago, almost, you were yes. still, and you had I been was. on the road. You See, man, see, now I need a part three because it's all this other
0: stuff. Yes. <laughs> now, to, this is cathartic. You, I really should be paying you for counseling. But at any rate, if you want to, I don't mind. We can do it. I, I love it if you want to. But I did, and I was Reverend Raphael Warnock who is Senator... The, the, the
1: reverend... I don't even know how to say it now. Senator, reverend,
0: doctor. Do you, do you know what's so good? This is enough. If, I'm serious. If you wanted to do another one, I don't mind. These are great for me. But we, um, and I have to post these on my my stuff too. I, but this is a sidebar. Um, I called him Pastor Warnock. Mm-hmm. He was the only pastor that I worked with that encouraged me to be on the road. That's Really? supported it that, and didn't fire me. Do you hear me? I had to call him and say, all right, Avery Sunshine is taken off in such a way. I can't come back to church. I can't do it. The other pastors, that toxic masculinity that, which you know, which is why I'm, I, you know, I had to, I got to work with it so that I don't, I don't project that onto my relationship with my husband and to my son. Right. Um, one of the pastors who said, again, what you said, everything still worked for your good. Everything works for your good. One of the pastors, one of the churches that I worked at for 17 or 18 years, he heard my music on the radio. And he said, "Was a, yeah, that was a church I was at the longest. He heard my music on the radio. And he said, um, I want you to come to my office. We need to have a, just a conversation. Have a conversation with him, Delisha. We're talking. And He says, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I was at dinner with my wife the other day and, you know, they were playing your music over the speaker and I realized then you'd outgrown, outgrown this church. Uh, Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So you don't have to quit immediately. um, And you don't have to tell the church that, uh, that we, you know, that we're parting ways, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of let it ease out. And uh, I said, wait, wait. Wait, what? What are you firing me? Well, no, we don't have to call it that. You know, you let me know when you want to leave. I said, wait. So, Delisha, I had to have been making per Sunday at that particular church. I was probably making fifteen hundred dollars a Sunday. A Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, not only I'm sure they wanted to, because I mean I'd been there forever, and mm-hmm. you know I was, you know, they probably wanted to cut that, and that was a way to do it too. But, um. So, fine. I said, that's what you want? Cool. Rehearsal was either that Tuesday or Thursday. Remember he told me to just just let it kind of, you know, you don't have to say anything. Rehearsal was there. I I said, well, how about this? Why don't you come to the rehearsal and let's at least let my choir know. Because it feels weird for me. I don't really know what to do with this. He says, okay. I'll come at the end of the rehearsal. You have the rehearsal. I was like, okay. He shows up at the top of the rehearsal. So I'm I'm directing the car. We're doing warm-ups. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I see him walk in. I stop. I sit the choir down. I said, pastors just walked in because he said he was coming at the end. And this is about control. But go ahead. It's about control. So he came in. I said, pastor's coming in. Listen, while he's walking down to speak to you all, exactly what I did while he's walking down to speak to you all. I just want you to know that he told me I had outgrown the church and that it was time for me to go. Oh, I said it, Delicia. And um, I love you all. This not only this, you know, this Sunday will be my last. And uh, I love you all very much. Pastor, would you please come on and talk to the choir? And I sat down. You talk about... Hearing a rat piss on cotton, he, you know, and I, and I and I know that was being a little bit messy. I didn't have to do it like that. I, I could have done it differently, but at that moment, that's what I needed to do. I needed, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was crushed. The the band that they had was because of me. The people that they people joined. Delisha, people would join the church because I was at Spelman and the, the students would come over from Spelman and Morehouse because I was there. There were people, I was like, You're not even going. I'm not saying that you're supposed to keep me on forever, Delisha, but just don't do me like that. Mm-hmm. I'm my computer because it's going to. They have balls enough to at least say, Denise, you've been here for. Listen, I, I I'm afraid to lose you. I'm afraid i'm afraid that that your career is going to take you away from us i'm afraid that you're going to be one of those musicians that just doesn't show up once and i had never been that Mm -hmm. that. so he's projecting some stuff onto me instead of using the new avery sunshine thing to his benefit because guess what i would do i would be on the road guess what i did when i was on the road i talked about ebenezer So, Raphael Warnock, there'd be people coming to the church, possibly. I don't know, but all I did was say amazing things about the church because of the way they treated me. That other church tried not to mention them at all, even though I love the people I did and I still do. My mother's a member of the church now, but I would never mention it because, listen, the church was a part of me. I couldn't deny that. So, of course, when I'm out on the road, I'm like, listen, y'all, I got to get back tomorrow morning because I got to get to church. As a businessman, had he been smart, Let me let her stay here because she's going to talk about the church. Right. Your ego was so big. I remember somebody saying, He's probably feeling like he's ready for you to go because the lines at the end of service, the line to talk to you can't be longer than his. Bingo. So you had to go.
1: And I'm telling you, I heard it was some interview or something you had done a few years ago, and the interviewer had asked about your work in church, and you had mentioned that you weren't minister of music anymore. Mm-hmm. And because I grew up church mm-hmm. and I know how these clergy are and the way they like to control, they want to tell you whether you can go pursue a music Ooh. career and I was, and I know I know talented people right now who didn't because their pastor said they shouldn't. So mm-hmm. when I saw that interview I was like it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't just as simple as one day she decided, you know, I don't want to do this
0: anymore. I knew it wasn't. You know it. The 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 times that I have been fired all by men. One fired me from the pulpit. See, we do need another. Unless you can just hear this, because this is amazing. Go for it. I, I, God is amazing. Everything happens exactly as it should. And this is what you said, right? All this stuff happens when it's supposed to. One of the first churches I, I played at long before there was an Avery Sunshine. I think my daughter, I hadn't even had my son. And I worked at this church and I was just, the, children's choir director or something. And one of my closest friends was the, my daughter's godmother was the music director. And one of my other closest friends was the organist. So now we're not members of this church. I'm an employee. Mm -hmm. This pastor is preaching. He's a horrible preacher, but it has nothing to do with anything, right? Because I'm just coming to direct the choir. So it doesn't matter. I don't have to listen to him. I'm not a member. I don't I come, I'm, I'm doing a job, just like if the electrician came in to make sure the lights are working. I know it's a little bit different, but still, it's kind of the same. He did not, when he, when he, we I finished the song with the choir, hey, amen, people clapping. Awesome. Sat down, me and the organist, and we looked, so we're working during the whole service. So if there's a time you want to take a minute to walk out, the sermon is probably it because there's no music. Right. Delisha, we walked out of the service and we heard... We thought we heard him say, "Those two, we were walking down some stairs, a part of his sermon, he said, those two mu- musicians that just walked out, they're fired. That's what he said. That's what he said. And I know he said it just like that. Oh, you know, he said it just like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, so I don't need to am sh- out then. So I got, I walked back in nicely, uh, got my purse and rolled. Um, fast forward. Five years ago, four or five years ago, I'm at my mother's house and my godmother, who is a bishop in the United Methodist Church, is is coming to visit us. My Aunt Vi. So Aunt Vi is at the house and she says, oh, uh, Ruth, my mother's name is Ruth. She said, Ruth, uh, one of my sons in the ministry (laughs) wants to come and visit me. Do you mind if he comes comes over here? My mother said, not at all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to fry some chicken and do some greens and some stuff. My aunt, he got to the house. She said, oh, he's here. Do you want me to get the door? My guest is here. I said, oh, I'll get the door. I had no idea who she was talking about. I go to the door and open it up and it's him. I hadn't seen him or talked to him since that moment. He said, those two musicians are fired. Mm. He's at my mother's door. He comes in. I don't think he realized it was me. And we sat down and we started talking. And then I realized at that moment that he realized, "Oh my God, this is the person that I fired." Now he's coming not only to visit my auntie, he's coming to visit my auntie to ask her to help him find a job. Not a job, though. Do you hear me? He had been ousted from the church. I, I am not, as my mother say, "Don't glory in people's downfall." That she loved, I'm not glorying in his demise or his. But what I am saying is. I'm going to continue to extend grace to myself so that I am able to do the same for everyone else. And things happen exact. I didn't even need to say anything that, that and I didn't need him to apologize. I didn't need him to do anything. I just needed him to, I swear, Delisha, I just needed him to look at me and know that he was wrong. And that wrong, that that toxic masculinity got the best of him. His ego got the best of him and it made no difference in my, mo- that's, I can't say it that way. It, it did affect me. Mm-hmm. It did affect me, but it affected me for the better. And, and not, not, not to gloat, but that, I don't know. I, I couldn't help, but in that moment feel like I, I'm tired of men. I'm tired. I'm tired of feeling like I am, and being told and being put, I can't even say in my place, put in the place that they would have us put in. For me, that moment was, I felt like I could go, see there, right. that's what that was for me. Right. So I'd had enough of that. I have more stories that, that more than you would even care to hear. But bringing it to my my marriage, I've had so much of that that I do have to work on undoing a lot of that. Everything my husband says is not a dig. Everything is not, you know, and then balancing it with some of it because he is still a man. And those Mm -hmm. things are still just naturally kind of hovering and you got to deal with it. Call it, call out, call it out, talk about it and figure out how to move through it. Um, But I'm not going to throw him out. Because he said something, we're going to figure it out because it's it just is what it is. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. Um, but but working through that and knowing that we don't have a choice but to work through. it, If we're going to exist in this universe, we have to deal with it and we have to start to me by extending grace to ourselves. And, you know, it
1: I'm glad you brought up the church thing because. There's something that I want to highlight with regard to you, and that is we all know if you grew up in church or whatever, you know, church musicians and they do what they do. Right. But for you, you're not just you were never just a church musician. We're talking about somebody classically trained. You're not somebody jumping on a a Korg and using a transpose button. Right. Because we all know those types of church musicians.
0: Don't let us tell you them stories. They start in the wrong (laughs) key. They're like, wait a minute, we got to change it. We keep pressing the button pressing God. the button all hard they don't read music or whatever right
1: and not and nothing against nothing against those music they are great they're right God bless they're them. awesome let me just the no shade but what i'm saying is i told you i know church Lord, but what i'm saying is you are classically trained you bringing like skills to the table right and went to spellman and so you're, you can run a choir. You can play the music. You can arrange the music. You can do all these things, right? And write it and read it.
0: And, and that's exactly. Not, I never really, really say like, but I'm glad you're saying that. Absolutely. I honor that. It's a and people. that's why I wanted to bring
1: it up because I don't want people to be like, oh, she played at the church like, or directed the choir. This is different, oh, right? No, Which no. is why when we put your episode out. We made sure to include composer because mm-hmm. you have all of these skills. So when you bring all of that to the table, yes, and you got somebody trying to put their Ooh. foot on your, their neck and dictate to you. And you're like, maybe not even in the moment, but even maybe subconsciously, do you know who I am? And do you know the level of excellence I'm bringing to your ministry? And there are people here because of the music. But if we are going to be honest about church, that is an, an amazing and important component. Yes. So uh, now connecting yeah, can that. Say, it, can I say, Delisha, yes. I dare,
0: there are people, some people are there solely. Solely. I have them say that. I only come to hear the choir. I'm sorry. Exactly. exactly. Yes. I've heard people say that.
1: So you know that, right? Now you've been through all these experiences. We didn't even touch this. We just skim the surface, right? Yeah. I understand even more why you have the visceral reaction that you do now as the boss when you feel like that's being challenged. Yes because you've given and you've given and you've invested and you've invested for somebody to be able to just stand up in the pulpit and say pulpit and say those musicians are fired or we can decide how you tell them but you're out of here right so when you've poured out in that way for that to be the reaction those are wounds you might be healed from them but they are wounds and those wounds and all of our experiences really feed into if they haven't been healed correctly feed into how we react and other situations. So that situation may be a marriage, but because you've had that toxic masculinity experience. Now today you have Dana, who is someone who works for you. Yes. But is also your husband and only wants the best for you, but you got all this other stuff going on in your past that jumps out sometimes. Right. It's like a fight or flight, which you're not going to do. Right. Because of what you've experienced previously. Right. And those are the things, that's why it's so important and so important, I think, for us to have reflection as women about like, yeah, no, there's a lot of good that comes out of those experiences and you become really strong and you're a boss, you know how to navigate. Mm-hmm. But what's the thing underneath that when somebody strikes that chord, mm-hmm. we bark? Yes. Where's that coming from? And it's important to explore that and make sure that that woman is
0: healed because
1: that woman isn't healed. Then you feel like you got to be fighting when you really don't have to fight.
0: And you can be a boss without fighting. Yes. That's what we're going to have one on that. You can be a boss without the fight. You ain't got to be clobbering people to say you. But that, that is the thing that I, I didn't learn. I didn't mm-hmm. learn that. From my mom and I didn't, it was not reinforced. And, and what I did learn was reinforced by these, these like you said, these, uh, these wounds. Mm-hmm. So you do have to fight. You do have to make noise. You do have to sell. Tell them, I'm supposed to be here. No, I don't have a master's in it. No, I don't have a doctorate in it. I studied. Mm -hmm. I I can. I in that that you said it. I you said it. Thank you for. Thank you. Listen. Week though this week has been the healing of these wounds. Yes, the scars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may be scarred, but I'm healed, and that's yes. where I'm going to. What, right, right, right. There's a scar here to remind me what I've gone through, but the scar is healed. It's healing. My scars are he- my wounds are healing, and, and I, I think that's a great way to to to, to uh, summarize this week for me. Mm-hmm. These wounds are are. I'm looking at them. And 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 dealing with them, putting a little neosporin on them, mm-hmm. acknowledging them. Cause that's the space. Even even with um, I think I even with the the Lumac, the scars from my mother's of, of the scar of knowing that your grandmother said, I can't take care of you. And my mother didn't look at it that way. My mother, yeah, my mother was scarred. She's like, they didn't want me. But I look at it like, wow. I love the fact that she was honest enough to say, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I don't, I I can't do it. But my mother was scarred at 84 years old. She sometimes says, I have never dealt with the, really understood. And and I never talked to my, had the opportunity to talk to my mother about why she gave me away. What did she think I was ugly? She gave me away and had two more kids. Mm. So the scars, the wounds from uh my 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 grandmother, my great grandmother i i I have to honor that because it makes me who i am i it absolutely if it had not been for my grandmother who gave my mother away and my grandmother who said "You gotta do that, I may not be here mhm-, my mother may have died, so i In honoring our lineage, honoring the whole picture, in honoring my relationship, I got to honor the whole thing in honoring me. I got to honor the all my wounds and and my victories, all of my what what is healing and what has been healed. And um, I mean, we we in this thing real time right now, I Mm -hmm. I certainly appreciate. I, I appreciate the space that I could really, you know, really, really, really take this thing apart like this, really analyze it because I just hadn't.
1: Right. And, you know, we didn't get into your music catalog and all of that, but <laughs> I, at <laughs> least I at least wanted people to know the woman is trained. Like she's not just tickling these keys like she she's the no, real I deal. I needed them to yeah, at least I, know that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could pull us I got, you know, <laughs> late, I think early last year, uh, I pulled up my uh, put on some Scott Joplin, and let everybody see that you know I do read music I I I know what's I know what's happening now oh. you know I choose to boogie down then you know I can do that but I can you know I don't know but thank you for that I appreciate that yes I can my horn so I can blow my little horn
1: but listen I have to ask this question because it's right. a part of the show before I forget. Describe a time when you had to be extraordinary on an ordinary day, even though that's been the last two whole episodes but describe a specific time
0: I had to be extraordinary on an ordinary day- Extra- okay because i've got I've got one I've got one I think my dad's my dad's second memorial mm. I had two memorials we had one here in Atlanta and one in Chester, my hometown and it The one, the memorial here was absolutely beautiful. And the one in Chester, it was almost a shit show. And I, the pressure of having to do two memorials in one week, first of Mm -hmm. all, it's just a lot. And it was really hard. That was hard to be, being there for my mother and me and um that's the one that i recall i know that's kind of sad but i feel i was proud of myself for not acting you know you, you know cuz i really wanted to be but um and i'm grateful for my i did have a, 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 a my my tribe came up to help me and make sure that i my brain stayed together and i was good but i really felt like i had to be extra, extraordinary on that I guess that wasn't an ordinary day, but it kind of was because we all mm-hmm. do. Right. We all go through it. It's right. Life stuff. But that was the time I felt like, OK, if you the the proverbial big girl panties, if I had to wear them, that was it. Mm. That was it. And, and oh, you didn't ask me this. I just have to in the other the other time when I got back here. I don't know why it's all around. Maybe I'm saying it because I just need to encourage you, you and DeMarcus when I I got back to Atlanta, we rushed to get back here. And when daddy died and they, we get to the hospital and they said, Oh, we moved his body. He Mm. couldn't stay there. His body's an hour away. We had just gotten off a plane, Delicia, me, mom and my daughter, because we were on a girl's trip when Mm. daddy. And, um, and we couldn't see him. And again, I had to keep it together for my mother. I could not fall apart on my mom. So I didn't for a minute. I didn't for a minute. But that day, that, I'm I'm proud of myself for that. I'm proud of, I, I, I certainly was extraordinary that day. Lord have mercy. Because when you're talking about, if there was a baseball bat, I was going to go through that VA and just, because it was just like, y'all got to be kidding. They moved my, he was an hour away. You're like, oh yeah, sorry. Mm. those are the things that that pop out yeah and you know
1: i'm not gonna go too far down this road but that's like the dirty little secret about like death and grief like the worst of people come out at that time and old conflicts resurrect new conflict it's a whole other level of rage on Self- top of yeah selfishness and people are self-serving and that's everything we're dealing with uh Yes. right now. So this this resonates yes. with me and you and I talked about it a bit, you know, yeah. offline and it's it's the loss, but it's all the stuff that comes yes. out of the loss as well. And Absolutely. you trying to find a way to find some sense of normalcy in the midst of all this and like pull yourself together and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um so it's ordinary in the sense that yes, we all have those stories. Yes. Particularly in black families because we just deal with loss differently than yeah. others. But it is extraordinary in that Oftentimes as Black people, we don't have the space to be like, I'm just going to take a leave and get myself together for three months or five months or, or what have you. We can't do that.
0: We talked about that last week, having the, mm-hmm. the freaking luck, it's it, it shouldn't be, but it's just like, we have the luxury, if I'm going to be a smart ass about it, to, to take off and mourn. Mm-hmm. No, you mourn, you cry, and you keep it moving. It's like, wait, is that why we so dysfunctional? Is right. That is? Because I haven't taken... I had to demand, Delicia, that people leave me alone. I did and my mom's downstairs. Look, look, you see him whispering now. My mind tell her, look here. No, no, today, no. Well, you ain't gonna talk to me like that. Because anyway, I know she was mourning, but it's your husband, that was my daddy. Mm-hmm. And I'm the out of all four of y'all's kids, I'm the only one doing everything. Mm. The only one. So no. If I don't deal with me, I wrote a song um called um Don't Count Me Out. It's gonna be the first single. And I, I never do this unless I'm, you know, like you said, I'm doing mm-hmm. a short interview. Talk about your music. I never slide in. I wrote a song wrote a song called Don't Count Me Out. I wrote it to my husband because I was so absent, Delicia. Mm. Because I was so busy taking care of everything else. I when I finally dealt with me. I was absent and he'd ask me what was wrong and I couldn't tell him I couldn't, I didn't want him to touch me. Um, I didn't, I did not know. I'd never lost anybody that close to me and the way my father just, I know you, so I, you know, it just happened. I talked to him that morning, Mm. five hours later. And um, uh, so I, I wasn't, I could not, so much so that I shut down. Dana ended up working with another group called Cousin, who is amazing, and they've become like niece and nephew to Dana and I. But I wouldn't go into the studio. I wouldn't listen to music. Um, Oh man, six, seven months, Felicia. So, and, and if I did perform or if I was doing anything, I was just on, I was on uh, autopilot. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I didn't want to do it. I was like, I don't. I, I didn't. I hadn't dealt. I didn't. I don't know. I, didn't have the luxury or even knowing how I hadn't had the, I hadn't had the, uh, uh um, the, 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 uh, uh, there was no blueprint. I had I'd never seen anybody mourn properly. I don't know, we know how to do that. So rather than, so I kept working and I, I just, I don't know, and shut down and then, and then it song says, don't count me out. You know, Hey, I, I know I've been mean and unkind, but don't count me out. I Just know I still love you. Mm. Um, I sure did. I not a whole lot of words, but that's that's the gist of it. One of, in in my opinion, one of my least poetic songs is just not. It's like that's it. Don't count me out, baby. Uh, I can't live without you. I just want you to know that I'm jacked up right now, but I I can't live without you. I do know that much. Um, But to your point, I've not had an example how to mourn how to take that's why this self-care is such a big deal right Nobody was doing it we as black people didn't have the luxury to to have the luxury to get a, a a a massage right what is that what getting my nails done why no my what getting my feet why why would i need to do that you know i didn't i forgot that what why I needed to sit, my, I went to Drew's school to get my hair done. So she's practicing and I was there for five hours. And of course she's taking her time because she's learning. I didn't realize how much I needed that deletion. Mm. Cause I said, I hate going to the, 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 the hairstylist and my hairstylist. I could go to her privately. Nobody else was there. So I'm used to that and get me in and out. I forgot that I needed to sit down. You don't have to move all the time. Sometimes the moving is being still you're still moving, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're taking care of yourself. The self-care is a part of the, 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 the stopping to relax is a part of the movement. Ah, so I'm learning to, to, to make a part of, to making, to making my relaxation, relax is still a verb. So it's an action. So I'm learning to make that a part of my movement. Relaxation is a part of my movement. And I it, again, all a, a part of my self-care, a part of extending grace to me. Relaxation is still a movement. Ooh, I needed that today. It is. Yeah. I'm not talking to you anymore today.
1: Okay, that's fine. Listen, we got what we needed for today.
0: See, you'd you be doing stuff and have people talking. I'm not talking to you anymore today. Go. That's fine. But
1: listen, <laughs> we got what we needed. This is gold, right? And then... I'm still, but I'm tell you what. At some point, I'm still getting my musical questions out. It won't be in this episode, but I needed to talk about why won't you try? Has this Al Green groove? I need to know about that as a whole other. Listen, I know your catalog, okay? I'm a music head.
0: You know what you would love? Then I have a recording. Do you know who Big Jim, big Big Jim Wright is? No, Big Jim was Mariah Carey's MD. Okay. And and Big Jim, God rest his soul, he died a year ago. Right. Mm. Was broken up. And just, and his um, his assistant MD is one of my closest friends. His name is Daniel Moore. Daniel is um uh producing my next album. At any rate, Big Jim played. It, oh, so you'd know Big Jim. Big Jim worked with Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis. He okay. wrote, so Google Big Jim writes. There is a, a recording of Won't You Try with Big Jim singing vocals and playing organ on it in our studio. If we can find that, I'll make sure that you get that. This is so jamming. Please, please find it. Now, this is comes. This is some vault. If we can find this for you and then talk to you about just having him on it. Big Jim also, I, he he worked with um, Sounds of Blackness. So mm-hmm. there are... Uh, uh, did he do Hold On or he did? No, there was another one he did. What was their other?
1: Be damn? optimistic.
0: I think he wrote that. That's my jam. But anyway, <laughs> please Google Big Jim Right. At any anyway, rate, so since you said, won't you try? But we we got a lot of a lot of yes.
1: Stuff. There's so many things we didn't get to, but I need you to know, even though we didn't talk about the music. Here in the way that like you probably used to in your, your interviews. You know, I told you this before. I tried to figure out how many times I've seen you live and I legitimately don't know. Like I've tried. You're kidding me, right? I don't know. I, I, I th- so I did, but I remembered that problem Music Cafe, I figured out that was the first time because every time since I told you, I, I buy tickets, ask questions later. So I, I buy t- multiple tickets and I drag people with me so they can have the Avery Sunshine experience.
0: How dope that is.
1: And then they become stands. But I've seen you at Drome, as I told you. I've seen you at Baltimore Soundstage, City Winery, a bunch of music festivals. I don't know. I literally don't know how many times I've seen you live. And there there are a stable of Black female artists that that is my policy when they come to town, just buy the tickets. And let me tell you, I'll give you the list. Let give us see. So dope, yeah. see. Yeah. Layla Hathaway, yes, Fantasia, oh, and same. Avery Sunshine. But I have seen you more than I've seen any of those other people combined. This is this is this is it.
0: Do you know how dope that it, First of all, to be a, to be a part of that list with those amazing uh, uh, musicians, because those ladies are mus- musicians. Hmm. And I, you know, not not talking about, I only have to give that disclaimer. They're musicians and I'm honored to be in that list. That means a lot.
1: So this is like, even though we didn't get into like your musical journey, this is, this is a big deal for me having, you know, met you now because, and every time I see you, we could talk about later, like there's always some divine thing that happens. Every one of your shows, I always have some experience. It's crazy. It always happens. I always end up at some VIP table for no reason. One time my friend and I had ended up having car service, like just like it's it always every time I go. That's all I'm like, it's just meant for for us to be connected,
0: It is. But you know, but you had no idea the return for me. And I know you didn't come. You didn't support me necessarily to just know that there was a return. This this cyclical thing that is happening. And I'm grateful. Mm but please know you have sewn into me as many times. Maybe you say you've seen me or something. Please know that I got every bit of that from every interaction that we have. I feel it, it, the vibration of it is, is powerful and which allows me to not keeps me from doing that, that, that uh, um, insulate yourself thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm free you, I have to be honest and say, in the last year or so, you're the first person. You you and and Tacoma. look, I'm putting you all together. The two people have made, who are in this space and they are teaching me or allowing me the opportunity to learn how to be a new friend. Mm. Oh, you know, we get grown and we say, well, I don't need no new friends. Right. And you are, you are, you guys have opened the possibility. Have shown me the possibility of new people coming into your space and not having to claw their way into your space, just allowing it to happen naturally. With and without that. yeah, without anything. You, 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 without I hit you and you ain't hit me back, or without the and if, and that's okay too if you do that. But I'm able to practice having new friendships. Mm-hmm. And and so I I am I am grateful to the both of you for this, for this opportunity. And let me
1: just tell you this, and I'm going to say it without getting emotional, why also this is this is very important to me. So, you know, you know, and this is the first time I mentioned on the show, DeMarx and I lost our dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was this has been a year of loss, you know, for us and a really good friend of mine who was like my other day one Avery Sunshine fan. We lost her uh, to terminal brain cancer in October. So four months ago. And it was all very quick, very, I mean, like quick. And so my friendship circle have has been reeling and her sister and I are, you know, our friends and has been reeling. But she when we found out that this was happening, she was the first person I wanted to call because we had this love. We we got we got off on like knowing about artists before other people knew about them. Yes, and yes, yes. so she I talked to her sister. Shout out to Zandra. And, um, you know, I said, we said she has to know that Shawna was a day one fan. Um, So the fact that she's not here for this is, is hard um, Mm -hmm. because she would be over the moon. I mean, just over the moon, but also one of the last conversations that we had, you know, she said to me, you know, it's, it's your time. It has to be your time. And so thinking about the cycle of friendships and sisterhood. And, you know, we had that running joke of like, no new friends. Our circle is small. We don't need anybody else. And, yeah. you know, she's she's made her transition. And and while I'm sad, she's not here. I know she's smiling somewhere and also encouraging me to make new friends, yes. you know, and, and that we can have space for new friends. But it's this is only the second time I think I've ever done a show in tribute to somebody. But this is in tribute to Chanel, Dwayne, Alexis Rollins, who was a huge when I say huge, Huge Avery Sunshine fan from the beginning. So I needed you to know that. I needed to speak her name because we had that connection about you and about people like PJ Morton and other you know indie artists who, who
0: we really adore. So I needed you to know that. And that means so much because I'm going to speak her name. Tell me, say her name again. Shaughnell. Shaughnell. Shaughnell, mm-hmm. we feel your spirit and we send you energy and we thank you for watching over us. And I know, and listen, I know you be on the stage with me and all your favorite artists giving us energy. <laughs> we appreciate it. Now I speak to it. Listen, i speak to it. I I I that's how I am able to move through and understand transition mm-hmm. and, and honor, you know, we talk about our angels. Why wouldn't they be our loved ones who've transitioned? Mm-hmm. Why, why wouldn't they be making sure that, you know, we're we're right where we need to be or right when I was about to fall? I, I saw this, I saw it right before I tripped. Thank you. Say I thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Chanel. Just another yeah. thing to add to my list of angels.
1: Exactly. You know, so this year, this past year has been a lot, a lot of transition, um, you know, for everybody. And I was just talking to her sister last night and I said, you know, we, you gotta, I gotta mention this. Hopefully I won't cry, but I gotta mention this. So I needed you to know that. Like, you've okay. got some long time fans out there, people who ride with you, they wait for the new music to come out. And I know being an independent artist is not easy. Um, and, and there are many things that come with that. There's a freedom that comes with it, but there's a level of responsibility that is very different, you know? Um, so I want you to know that there are those of us who are, we wait for those tickets to drop. We are there, uh, we making noise and you bring everybody out, the auntie, the kids, you you know, the church folks,
0: you bring all of them, you know? So can they be all confused? You here too? (laughs) Wait a minute. You know, that's why they'd be confused. They say, Is she drinking and singing? Is she speaking in tongues and drinking? Can you do that? Yes. Yes, Yes, you you can. can. I mean, I'm a whole human.
1: Yes. So I'm looking forward to you. I'm glad now we had this downtime because this wouldn't have happened if you were out on the road. See? But I'm looking forward to you getting back out there, and uh, I'm gonna still be buying my multiple tickets and telling people, you you got to hear this, you got to hear this chick. Like I know I can't explain it, just come, you you'll see what I'm talking about when you get there.
0: But please know that we we as our, our indie artists and all artists exist because people care enough to share us. So thank you, and and I uh, you know um, we're talking about all this. You got to come on my show, and we've got. to, I want to know. I got to know about. Your story, and I gotta mm-hmm. know about just uh, talk to another boss. I'm ready. And I'm ready when you are. An attorney? Hoo hoo! I know you know. I know you know. So we're gonna yeah. have, listen the 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 uh the official invitation, Stephanie. Make sure that you know, and uh, just whenever you're ready, I mean it. She's yes. gonna you and you let us know when you're ready to do it. And shout out to Stephanie because she's great. Um, Amazing. I told you she had a loss that was last yes. week.
1: Yes. And I did. I reached out to her over text. So much. Yes. So, but tell the people where they can find you online.
0: Listen, you can find me at the heysunshineshow.com. You can find me at Avery Sunshine IG. I am Avery Sunshine on Facebook. Lumac Beauty on Facebook. Lumac Beauty on uh, IG. If you, well, we're not going to be in the streets, so you ain't going to see me out of the street in no time soon. But soon, if you get your vaccination, we might all be out of- That's another conversation. But you can find AverySunshine.com. Yeah. And please come to the Hey Sunshine Show, our platform that Dana and I run. We are moving away from the Instagrams and the Facebooks because of all that, that. That's another conversation, isn't it? But we are trying to make sure that we have direct connections with the people who want to deal, who want to follow us, who want to know what we're doing. And, um, you know, so and, and for the folk who are signing up to the Hey Sunshine uh, show this week, they get 20% off of Lumac. So, if okay, you go to heysunshineshow.com, we'll have a little something for you. So, there's, okay. There's so
1: you- so you're doing all the things all, things, all good things to our 26er family. I already know y'all enjoyed this because I just can tell by how you responded to the first one. But listen, you know, we support our own. We are all about those who are building a brand. We always say our show was not how I built this, but how I'm building this. Mm-hmm. So go out, support the work that Avery Sunshine and her team are doing. Continue to support us. If you like what you heard, you know what to do. Like, share, subscribe, tell somebody about it. We're nothing without you, our listeners. And as always, remember to be extraordinary on an ordinary day. Take care. Thank you for listening to the December 26er podcast. I am your host, Delicia. This episode was produced by Demarcus Adisa, and music was provided by Thovo. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at December 26er. That's December 26ER.